listening to a podcast from Light FM. You're listening to Growing Pains on Light. Brought to you by Money Tree Asia Pacific. The road to financial literacy begins now. Today we're talking about money and preparing children and teens for financial decisions they have to make in the future with Michael Rea, CEO of Money Tree Asia Pacific. So Michael, let's talk about financial literacy for kids. Why is it important for parents to start teaching them from a young age? And any idea of what kind of age is actually yeah. good to start and even how? There's this study that was done several years ago in the States and they found out that if you wanted to teach kids anything, you would have to start from somewhere between the ages of 6 to 12. Well, apparently that's when they don't have fixed habits yet. Right. And they're they're learning everything. Learning from, everything yeah. and they're still curious. Ah. So that's that's where it's really easy to teach them anything. However, there's a caveat to this. If you want to teach kids anything, it's got to be fun. You put them in a classroom setting, it defeats the purpose because it's just school all over again. Right. Yeah. yeah, gosh, I know how right. that feels. Yeah. <laughs> right? So <laughs> yeah. you can't do that. So back to the, the question, if parents wanted to tackle financial literacy with kids, I think the first thing parents would have to figure out is, are you setting the right examples? Because it's really a monkey see, monkey do situation, right? right. So, oh boy. Okay. <laughs> okay. You can't be saying, do what I say, don't do what I do. Okay, you mm-hmm. have to be the change. You have to be the change yeah. that you want to see. Right? Can you so, give us an example of like something mm. that parents you know, do differently to what they say in this context of financial literacy? Right. That's an easy one, Asha. Okay, good. Okay, you, you walk in with your child to, to a mall. What the child does not see is the child doesn't see you having a list mm. of items that you need to buy. So you're just picking off things because you just feel like picking off things. Mm. And then you put it on the cash counter and you just pay for it and you walk out. Then you go tell the kid, you have to really be careful <laughs> as to what you spend on. Right. So the kid is saying, okay, where where in the last three minutes were you careful? Right. Right. What is careful? Or maybe he'll what think is? that, or the kid will think that is what being careful is like. You're just going right. in there and just, I guess I'll do what you do because that seems to be the go, way it's done. Go, go with the flow, right? Right. So that's again counter right. to what you want to say. The other things like, for example, you want to teach kids about delayed gratification. So you speak about saving for a rainy day. Mm-hmm. There are two things that work against this, right? One is, it's more fun to spend than to save. And I think everybody knows that. Yeah. When you spend, you get something, you derive thrill, fun, mm-hmm. pleasure out of it, right? When you save, you don't see where it goes. Mm. Right. So if you look at it from a perspective of a child or even from an adult, I'd rather spend than save. Mm. So when you when you tell a kid about delayed gratification, it's it's about being able to project a future need today and putting aside that sum of money. Right. Mm. And so you 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 have this problem where when you as an adult or parent save, you don't really speak to your kids about it. You you don't say to your kids, look look, I'm putting. Most people don't do this, right? They don't say, look look look, I'm putting aside some money, right, for this, for that, mm. whatever, right? Mm. They don't do that. When you speak to child in terms of delayed gratification, you should save for something. There's no point of reference. I can't see what this. It's for. It's for right. what's yeah. it about, right? Right. So that's another thing that works against you. Michael, new technology is always popping up, right? But what's been the most practical method in teaching financial literacy to kids who may not even be interested in it? Great question, Terry. Okay. In education today, a lot of people are trying to assimilate the latest technology, you know, whatever's available into education. Right. But if you go back to fundamentals, it's better to have an engaged student somebody who wants to learn rather than somebody you want to teach. The difference is this. If I wanted to learn, 
I'm really going moving forward to get it. Right. If you're teaching and I'm not really, you know, wanting to learn it, right. you're going to push it, shove it down my throat, so mm-hmm. to speak, right? right? So I think the first uh, rule is you've got to get the kids engaged. That's mm. the first thing. The second thing is financial literacy, as far as money tree is concerned, right? Financial literacy is not something you can just teach a kid through playing a game or sending them to a quick fix workshop or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Right. It doesn't happen unless there's a change in mindset and habits. Mm. Right. Right. So, simple example. If you should give your kid, if you should try this, if you should give your kid, say, 10,000 ringgit, mm-hmm. which I know most people won't do for fun. But if you, <laughs> if, you, if you were to try that, right, and the only reason you wouldn't do that is... Actually, you wouldn't trust, I'm not sure if trust is a good word, but you wouldn't trust that the kid would use it wisely. Right. Right? I think that's a good word. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, if you, if you think about this, you raised a kid, right? So who are you not trusting, the kid or yourself, mm. right? So if you if you have not inculcated in the kid the right habit, here's what's going to happen. I get 10,000 bucks, right? I'm going to go out there and spend first. Mm-hmm. And whatever's left, if any, then I save that. Mm. But just a simple tweak. If you told the child, okay, hang on, here's ten thousand bucks. I want you to tell me how much of this you're gonna save first, right? And then tell me what you're gonna buy, right? Mm. So if the child came from that perspective, okay, so anything I get, let's put something aside first. Then I know for sure I've got that amount saved, mm-hmm. and then the balance I get to kind of plan how I'm gonna spend it. That's easy. So. That simple tweak makes a difference. So back to the question about technology. If you put a child through a game, let's let's take games that you could play on mobile games, mm-hmm. right? And there are, there are loads of mobile games right now and apps that attempt to teach the, the kid financial literacy. Mm-hmm. Why I think this is not going to work is because when you are in a gaming mode, you're playing just to win. And there's also no consequences because once you yeah. spent all that pocket money, that pocket money's gone. The hard consequence is I have to wait two weeks to buy the next comic That's I right. want, right? right? That's right. Whereas in the game, you just start all over again and Reset. you're ready yeah. to go. Yeah. Reset mm. done, reset done. Yeah. <laughs> For some kids in their life, it's, it's exactly that, right? No money, go ask mom, right? So you can't teach them just using technology. Mm-hmm. The approach is more important than the medium that you're using. If you got the approach right, I've got to change the mindset. I've got to change the habits. I've got to find a way to measure this. If you can do that, mm-hmm. then you have a very good chance at inculcating the right financial habits. Let's talk about sort of examples of good money management habits and how we can prepare our kids for future financial challenges that we as parents now face. And Possibly what they may face that we actually haven't encountered yet. Hmm. For the younger kids, it's, it's a lot easier from the standpoint they don't have expensive ones which they classify as needs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you, you could tell a kid, as I, as I said uh, earlier, you could tell a kid, okay, look, here's, here's your pocket money. I just want to answer two questions, that's it. Could you tell me how much of this you would save? Mm-hmm. And... Tell me, walk me through what you're going to spend the rest on. Mm. So the kid now has the mindset that, you know, I'd have to answer these two questions each time mom or dad gives me money. Okay. So they, they start creating a plan without consciously knowing about it. Right, because they start thinking of money as an asset that they have. Yes. Right. And that That's they can gather more of. Right. Right. For a purpose. Right. Mm. Right. So they, they start thinking in terms of, okay, look, look, look. Okay, I'm going to have to answer this. So I'll figure out how this is what I'm going to save on and this is what I'm going to spend on. So for the younger ones, technically a little bit easier. Then you've got those who, who like kids grow up on you, right? So they become teenagers. 
And then when they, they become teenagers, what used to be just a regular cup of coffee now, they're prepared to pay three times more <laughs> for so-called ambiance or wherever, yeah. wherever the crowd is. Clout. Yeah. For the gram. Yeah. Doing it for the gram, yeah. So it's not so easy to talk to them about how much you're going to save and what you're going to spend on because they see everything else as a need. I need to be in this coffee place. I mm. need to have a certain model of handphone, right? And that's so hard though because like they're living in a digital age which actually is built on comparisons and mm-hmm. FOMO and all of that. Yeah. Right. At that age. Mm. So one of the things that we work with kids on is besides having a good financial plan, you want to have a good social pressure defense. And what this means is, assuming, let's say, you know, Asha, Terry, Michael, we, we graduated from the same university mm. and we meet eight years after graduation. And then as I walk into the cafe, Terry asked me, hey, so Mike, where do you park your car? And I say, I don't have a car. I grab. And then you say, you don't have a car, man. It's eight years since you graduated, right? right. Then Asha looks strangely at me. Seriously, you don't have a car? Now, that night, I'm going back to figure out mm. which car I'm going to buy <laughs> so that the next time I meet you guys, mm. I don't have to go through this torment, right? right? And really, it is spending money you may not have mm. to impress people you may not see so often. Mm. And it impacts your, your own financial future. So if you can get kids, teenagers, to look at it from this perspective... You know, it's an ongoing game. It, you know, mm. you're not even done with the first half. Mm. It's an ongoing game. You're playing for the long haul. And if they had a longer-term perspective, it can work. Because most of the time, they don't know the rules of engagement. They think it's, I just got to show up today. I just don't look bad today. So whatever mm. I have to spend on mm. to measure up, I just yeah. do that. You can't fault kids with that because adults still have that, <laughs> exactly. you know, problem that they have to contend with as well. Because mm-hmm. kids who don't learn to be financially savvy end up being adults who are then dealing with those exact same mm. same issues. Yeah. Social pressures, right? Mm. You mostly try to please people you don't know or don't like so much with money you don't have. And why? Right. Right. So to learn that that is not how to value yourself as a person, right? Michael, the Maybank Financial Education Excellence Award is Mm -hmm. the first of its kind ceremony to celebrate achievements in financial literacy in the ASEAN region. Right. Tell us more about this award ceremony. We started this program called Cashville Kids with Maybank Foundation, to be more precise, back in 2013. At that time, the idea was simple. How do you get kids aged 9 to 12? Because that's that's a sweet spot. eh? Mm -hmm. How do you get kids aged 9 to 12 to start understanding about all the concepts that financial literacy is attempting to, you know, teach them. And we figured, okay, the best way to do this is let's have an animated series for kids that go through different situations in life Uh that yeah, kids can kind of associate with and how these kids make their decisions. And then when you're watching it third party, you kind of say to yourself, hey, you know, I think the kid could do it better. So then we have teachers' workbook teachers you know worksheets for the kids mm. for them to do this the idea was we wanted to measure the pre and post program results we wanted to see if the kids actually understood the concepts right. so we measured that as we went along that got a lot further so from malaysia it went to six other countries so today you know it's it's done in indonesia singapore vietnam cambodia philippines it's so it's all these countries mm. and to date we have done Somewhere in the vicinity of more than 3,300 schools, we have trained about 5,270-odd teachers. Wow. Oh, that's pretty um, And we, we have done about 1,300 schools. Yeah? So 
330,000 kids in total for, for these six countries. Amazing. Now then, Maybank Foundation decided, look, we're doing all this. Let's let those who excel mm. be recognized. Hence, this awards, the right. Financial yeah. Education okay. Excellence Awards. Last year was the first time we did it. This year is the second time we did it. These awards uh, bring together all the winners from all these ASEAN countries. The best student, the best school, the best teacher. And we recently introduced the best family. Okay, how, how this works oh. is... Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> all right. Definitely not mine. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no. no. It, it's, 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 not about, it's not just about whether you, you whip your kids or not. It's more about we give... Parents, they can download the assignment. Mm -hmm. We give the family an assignment which they have to do together. It's about budgeting as a family, what each member of the family thinks they want, they need, right? Right. It's flexible enough to to get everybody to have their say in there. Mm -hmm. And then you come up with a plan. And then we judge to see if that plan, that budget is balanced enough. If you wanted to have a budget at home, a family budget, the struggle you have is the goal of the parent is different from the child. Yeah. So children can break your budget easily by saying, say, mom, it's my birthday. Can I get a whatever you're going to fill that blank with? Mm. It's going to break the budget in any case, most of the time. So if you had kids working with you on it, Mm. it's a lot easier to navigate through this. That was the idea. So the best family is the one that presented the most balanced budget in terms of getting everyone to want to work for it, every member of the family to want to work for it. So we introduced best family. This year, just recently, we had it in Cambodia. Maybank Foundation had flown in all the winners, as I said. Big awards. Chairman of Maybank was there. Tan Sri Dato Sri, Zamzam Zairani, all the the important people, Cambodians. uh, We had not just the CEO of Maybank Cambodia, we had the Ministry of, they represented, well represented, Ministry of Education, the National Bank of Cambodia, which is a central bank. So this program has been now recognized by not just the Ministry of Education of Malaysia, but also the Ministries of Education of Philippines and Cambodia as well, right? right. And, and soon the other countries. Um, Michael, all right, a bit of a loaded question here, but yeah. do you think financial literacy is something that we should be learning at school? The education system places a lot of emphasis on academic subjects mm. yeah. right? really a lot I mean mm. you can see this mm. if you looked at it really carefully it, you know I did six years of history and six years of geography mm. in my schooling life right where are the life skills exactly <laughs> I'll say it for you <laughs> <laughs> thank you yeah I mean the reason for you sending your kid to school is so that they get so-called educated and ready for the future mm. and the future is changing rapidly but isn't it interesting that in Almost every country in the world, the one sector that has grown the least is the education industry. And and why why I say this is, if you look at banking, it's changed. You used to go up to tell us today you don't, right? Hmm. If you look at any given industry, the travel industry, you used to book tickets through a travel agent. Now you don't, right? right? You walk into a classroom, you you used to see a green board, now you see a white one. <laughs> Or a digital one in many cases. Yeah, and you still have a teacher standing in front. Yeah. Mm. And you, you know, I'm not saying remove teacher or remove the board, but the approach is exactly the same. You, you, we haven't changed very much. Mm. So when you look at how kids are being churned out from the education system, and Asha put it right, skills, you know, life skills, they're all targeting for grades. And they think it makes them because my grades you know, tell the world who I am, which is really far from the truth, right? And I'm not saying financial literacy is the most important, but, you know, everything 
has to do with money, even though money is not the most important thing. Right. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense that actually, in, in order to help the kids have financial literacy, a whole generation of adults, i.e. the teachers and parents, going through the program are actually learning yeah. financial literacy for the first time themselves. Right. Yeah. Right? right? So that's actually quite interesting, that ripple effect that's sort of going back upwards a generation. Right. So yeah. It's like, Everyone needs to learn at the same time. Yeah. And it's interesting also to note that people who do know and who are financially literate, in many cases, they do themselves don't pass that on to their children. Mm-hmm. Like they, mm-hmm. they may not be as aware how important it is for their children to realize it. Mm-hmm. So to be reminded of it and to know that there's a place where they can go to to be able to learn these skills is so important. Because right. like you said, while money is not the most important thing, money is important. Yes. Yeah. I mean, everything almost has to do with money, right? Mm. Although it's not the most important thing. No, so if yeah. And it's a problem that would plague you throughout your life if you don't learn how to solve it early. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So that what we're attempting to do is give kids the skill, the tools for them to work with. And the other thing you said, Terry, which, which I think is a problem most parents have, if you read psychology books, they say that parents have as much as probably 30% influence over your kids. You know, in terms of behavior and so on and so forth, seventy percent they're going to acquire from outside of the home, right. which could be friends, which could be today social media, etc. Now it's going to be tricky because as a parent with thirty percent control, you're the minority in this in this mm. equation, right? So it's really important back to starting them early because when they're young, you the percentage that you have control of is much higher, and that's when you really want to work at it, right? Right, and then as they grow up, well, you know, they don't come home so early. As that financial literacy nursery rhyme goes, Michael says, do it early. (laughs) 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 Thank you so much for uh, highlighting the importance of this and sharing that information with us. It's really been very, very enlightening. Thank you so much, Michael. Thank you for having me here. This episode of Light's Growing Pains was powered by Money Tree Asia Pacific. Give your children the gift of financial literacy this Christmas. You've been listening to a Light FM podcast on Shock. That's S-Y-O-K.